We have a Monday edition of The Snack coming up in a few minutes, so this will be a shorter segment. Before we give Brock Purdy and the 49ers credit, I do want to just bring up once again, what happened with Dan Campbell at the end of the game? Because we talked about the fourth downs, but the, the management overall at the end of the game was about as mind-blowing as anything I've seen. Right, well, If you're playing the analytics yeah. and you're playing to win – I, I didn't I didn't really understand what he was trying to accomplish at the end of the game from and and some people suggested that he should kick a field goal way before it even got to to third down to save time. I'm not of that belief because I, I think that the hardest thing you, to do is score a touchdown. If you're that close, yeah, you should go for the touchdown. Exactly. You don't have to get the ball that deep into the the other team's territory. To, to kick a field goal on your next possession. You're, you need two possessions anyway, so I think you have to try and score the touchdown there, but you have to be smart about it. I, I certainly don't think you run the football under any circumstance. Once again, risk-reward, right? If you are unsuccessful, then you take away any shot of being able to get a three and out and get the football back. And then we talked about the Tampa Bay going for two scenario last week. Like if He, he told us in the postgame the entire way that he was playing to win, right? Why did he not go for two after the touchdown so that if you get it and get the onside, a field goal wins the game, right? Like it just, it was all so mind blowing to me and I think contradictory in terms of his decision-making. The running the ball on third and goal, having to risk taking a timeout and then have to try an onside kick. I don't, yeah, I, I, someone explain that to me. I have a very, very difficult time trying to understand of what was actually happening there. And I'm appreciative that he did <laughs> as a fan. Yeah, yeah, keep, of course. Keep making terrible decisions. But as someone <laughs> that just tries to understand what the thought process is from a lot of coaches, uh, whether or not I agree with the decision or not, like someone tried to make sense to, to me on that because I, I can't. Yeah, and, and I thought he's going to go for two. When they scored the touchdown, I was like, Dan Campbell's absolutely going to go. If if the Tampa Bay Buccaneers did the same thing a week ago in this exact scenario, Dan Campbell's definitely going to do it because he wants to win, right? He always preaches about he playing for the win. So here's the ultimate question if you're Detroit. Clearly, Dan has the locker room and the emotional side of, of this. But if you're Detroit ownership or your general manager – do you not start to have the conversations that behind the scenes, maybe you need to have a game management type position? And I know that those discussions happen all the time amongst a variety of people, but surely that becomes more of a focal point for the next step forward for them. I, I don't know how you can't because I, I like Dan Campbell. Even after yesterday, I like Dan Campbell. It's hard not to like him, right? He's, he's about as likable as anybody in the NFL. He doubled down on his moves yesterday. I mean, if you are in ownership, no matter how far he brings them, it, it almost kind of feels like, you know, there's a there's a ceiling on what they can actually accomplish with that kind of mentality. And, they, and they're going to – the other part, too, with, with the Lions now is Dan mentioned to his team, because he said this in the locker room, uh, he was talking with uh, Tom Rinaldi, who likes to make up reports and piss off Matt LaFleur. 
back during the divisional round. <laughs> um, he was talking with Tom Rinaldi, and he said, I, I told the guys, you know, unfortunately, I love all of you, but the way that the game works is like we're all not going to be back together at this spot. Who knows if we'll make it back here? This might have been our best chance. And he's being completely honest with them on that. And I, I a much tougher schedule next year. I, right? I love that part yeah. of it, but here's also what happens when you start having a bullseye on your back, which is both coordinators have already interviewed for multiple jobs. Most consider the fact that Ben Johnson is going to get the Washington gig. They're interviewing Aaron Glenn as well. Like you become not just the hunted, but now part of the process is so fascinating about what we just witnessed with the Patriots what we're kind of on the verge of seeing, and people need to slow the hell down. And I knew it was going to happen, dude. I knew it. Like, goat conversations already, and about how the Chiefs eclipse the Patriots. Like, slow down. Those arguments are for when it's said and done, for when it's over. Not right now. Like, enjoy it. Enjoy it. But we just can't. We're so obsessive with stuff. Like, moving on to the next thing. But the Lions now have to go through where everyone picks pieces of their organization because you're successful. When you're successful, people want you. It's a copycat league still. And free agency and picking players. And staying healthy. And staying healthy. Like Dan brings up probably the best point, even if he did fail in multiple instances last night, is like that might have been our best chance, man. That might have been our, our best chance. So the organization has a lot of questions to answer because we've seen one-and-dones before. We've seen teams go there and then never really make it a consistently back to that point. Yeah. I, I don't know how you don't have I, – and I, I – I, don't think you I, – I saw people demanding he be fired yesterday. Yeah, that's, calm that's down on that absurd, too. Man. That's that's wild. Settle down. Uh, it's not rich cotite that's out no there. No kidding. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, you have to do something about I think just the the approach in general, and this this idea that you're just all in, right? Blindly all in on a on a certain thought process, which I would say is a terrible way of doing things in in any aspect of life to be all in, right? Blindly no matter what the circumstances on one one thought process that that's crazy oh i know that, that's that's I, I know. not the way anybody should do anything and the cuz again context always matters so many things worked right for that organization as well i mean remember all the people that clowned on them for their draft picks yeah i'm like what you're taking that dude that high yeah that one ended up working out pretty well for him didn't it you know the the laporta pick all the value that they got in those picks in the first 100 picks uh, of the draft last year, everything worked out for them. Now it's it's part of the process. You very rarely yeah. go on a heater and just automatically find yourself playing for a world championship without having to put your team, uh, your organization through through the paces of doing it over and over and over again. It's yeah. it's much as a, a war of attrition on the field. Dude, you might even say it's off the field just as much for an organization. That's right. Maybe more. It's why you right? should Especially never take you, for yeah. granted what Kansas City's doing. Don't take for granted what New England did. You don't think for the fact that I 
there's many times that San Francisco has been in the championship game and now going back to the Super Bowl for the second time in, in this cycle, you think for a minute that I don't sit back and go that this type of stuff doesn't happen that often at all. Right. Right. And speaking of that, you know, I know Detroit did everything in their power to, to give the game away. But how many times do we talk about a game and we use some phrase similar to, so nobody wants to win this game, right? Where <laughs> yes. one team offers the game to the other team and the other team politely declines and gives it back. And, you know, it's one of those types of games, just errors on both sides and nobody takes advantage of the other errors. Well, for as much as you want to just completely criticize Detroit for the errors, you have to give it up to San Francisco for capitalizing on every single one. And good teams find a way to, to punish you for your mistakes. And, and now they've they've played two games in a row in a win or go home situation where I think for you know they've been outplayed for at least the early portion of those games and they've certainly not played their best football. They found a way to win and just the law of percentages say that they should play a much better game the third time around, right? As opposed to what they've done the last two like you you just have to find ways to survive and I mean, I, I, I think that is that is championship mentality that they've shown the last two weeks. How about my man Brock on that third down throw to Ayuk in the end zone for the touchdown to put them down seven? How about that freaking throw? Awesome. How about second and 11? He gets out the pocket, does yep. a Houdini act, bends and is out the gate and protects the football when he runs. He's not an idiot when he's running with a football. Uh, the 28-yard throw on the out to Kittle. Massive, massive play. And then third and four, 21 yards on the ground, protects the football. Like more of like more of that. That's what I, instead of trying to force it, yes, was the throw that he got lucky that Jennings is able to go up and get that where he's throwing across his body, falling the other direction. <laughs> An audible gasp when he threw that yeah, from the Poplin whatever. household. But yeah, Jennings whatever. goes up and gets it. And I I would those are incredible plays. Like no more of that crap. Like use your legs. Like you're sneaky athletic. No no one's ever going to confuse you with Lamar, but you can move around in the pocket and almost mirror kind of what Mahomes does now. Like he's he he's able to do that with his legs. Not the same type of throws, that's not what I'm saying, but you can make some throws or you can use your legs to continue to extend the chains. It's possible. Yeah, when they give it to you, take it, right? Yes, very much. When they give it to you, you take it. Every single time until they until they stop giving it to you, and then something else is open, right? Those are two culture wins, clearly. Yeah, without question. Without question. All right, we've got to take a timeout. It is a Monday snack next here on the Blitz 1170 and streaming on the Blitz 1170 app.